0: Good morning,
1: folks. So happy to be here with you on a, uh, man, I'm telling you, a pretty morning for Election Day. Make sure you get out and vote today. We're going to talk about that quite a bit. Uh, A couple of quick updates before we get to the announcement. In uh, Fredericksburg, in Precinct 12, is having some issues this morning. Apparently, the uh, machine, the scanner machine they received is not functioning properly, was not programmed properly, something. And so in Precinct 12, they are taking your ballots and placing them into a ballot box, and uh, we'll scan them later. Now, I know the people out at uh, Precinct 12, the judges and the people who are running Precinct 12, I know both of them extremely well, and I have complete and total uh, 100% faith in precinct 12 um, in Fredericksburg this morning. Absolutely no, I have no qualms about supporting those out there who I know are in charge of precinct 12. So here's what you need to do: if you're voting in precinct 12, actually if you're voting anywhere, please, please write your your ballot number down. Now, when you're when you get your ballot, there may be several numbers on it. There may be a serial number on the ballot, and there may be several numbers on there. So you, can, and you cannot take a picture of your ballot. So take some paper, take a, a pencil or a pen, and if you don't know which one's your ballot number, ask someone. Say, hey, which one of these is my ballot number? um, you know, before you, uh, before you do anything with your ballot, say, which one of these is my ballot number? And if the person says, I don't know, look, there's three numbers there. I-, I don't know. Find someone who can say, this is your ballot number. Absolutely. For sure. Your uh, the judge there, the precinct judge ought to be able to know if, uh, know exactly which, uh, uh, what your ballot number is. So write your ballot number down, please write your ballot number down. And, um, then uh, now the chances are of us ever anyone ever needing that ballot are that ballot number are slim to none. But here's why it is important: with a ballot number, if there is the uh, a forensic audit. Now, most of you, we've watched enough CSI. We know what forensic audit is. Actually, I've never seen CSI, but I've seen enough police shows. Forensic means they get down, they science. It is not just, uh oh, that kind of looks good. In a forensic audit, uh, an audit, we would be able to find your ballot. We would be able to find a record of your ballot. And yes, say yes, that ballot did get counted. Now, if we had a couple of hundred ballot numbers, then across precincts, then If, you know, if all of those ballots showed up in a forensic audit, then that would be a good sign. But if, you know, out of a couple of hundred, if one or two weren't there, that would create an issue. So please, please write your ballot number down. And um, before, and you can write it down. You have a complete, uh, absolute right to do that. Write that down. Remember, do not record or take pictures or use any kind of recording device, audio, video, photo, in the polling place. You can't do that. That's against the law. So take a paper, pencil, pen, write down your ballot number, and I'm begging you, please look for the judge's signature on your ballot. Look for the judge's signature on your ballot. When they're there at the table and they're saying, oh, well, we've got uh, two or three, uh, we've got here, you pick from these, take a look at them, flip one, make sure that they have a signature on them. And uh, absolutely make sure they have a signature on them. And if they don't ask a question, say, wait a minute, I want a ballot with the judge's signature on it. All right. So two things to do. Look for the judge's signature on the ballot. And then also um, write your ballot number down. In fact, if you're voting in Precinct 12, I'm begging you to write your ballot number down. All right? Please don't be embarrassed to go up and say, hey, which one's my ballot number? I want to write it down. And it's not because we don't trust the people who are behind the desk. This is not personal. All right? This is not personal. It's the process we're looking at. And if there's an issue at Precinct 12 and their scanner isn't operating properly and those ballots are going into a box, I have 100% faith in the people I know that are running Precinct 12. I can't say that about every precinct in the state or in the county, but Precinct 12, I made some calls this morning, found out who is in charge of Precinct 12, They are absolutely, completely capable and will do an amazing job, and I have no doubt about them. But you need to help them. Make sure that you have the ballot number down in Precinct 12. Be patient with them over there. And uh, whoever is poll watching, stick around at Precinct 12. I'm sure you can't hear me, but you may be assigned to be a poll watcher later in the day and listening to this program right now. Folks, go vote today. The red wave is not some kind of physical object that allows you not to vote, all right? The red wave is, is, is a concept, it's an idea based on the fact that a whole bunch of us red voters are going to get out there and vote today, but there is no red wave if you don't vote. There is no red wave if you don't vote. All right? You are the red wave. So go vote today and uh, take your ID, vote in person, go early. Don't wait till a quarter to seven. Tonight, go vote early. So we're going to take a short break. I did not get to the announcements, some very important things there that needed to discuss, but we'll get to the calendar here after we take this short break.
0: So y'all stay tuned. President of the Fredericksburg Tea Party. Here's Matt Long. All right, a little
1: bit of Uncle Ted to get you excited to get up and go out and vote today. I'll bet Ted Nugent votes today somewhere in Michigan. Bet he's out there casting his vote, maybe right before he goes on his hunting trip. No telling, but Ted, thank you for bringing us in here um, so we have on your calendar, the Kerrville City Council is meeting tonight. Um, and um, if you need more information on that, go to We the People, Liberty in Action. Go to their website, uh, Liberty in Action, Texas. Um, uh, let's see, I think they even have a shortcut, liatx.com Get you there, libertyinactiontexas.com Get you there. And uh, so they're having a, a Kerrville City Council meeting tonight. I have heard, um, I tried to read the agenda yesterday in a rush, but I was told that there's going to be more library issues again on the City Council agenda today. And also that there is seems to be a coordinated effort amongst the uh, the liberals, those who want to continue providing porn for your children for free in the public library, they're going to be um, also at this meeting tonight and are fairly organized. Remember, folks, we're still being accused of being the minority. So, you know, if they have 50 people show up and we have 10, then the, the, the proof is right there. We are the minority. If, if we don't show up, we are the minority. There's no other way to look at it. You can say, well, we're the silent majority. Well, you know what I think about the silent mi- majority, right? We don't have to talk. We don't need to be quoting LBJ on Election Day because, I don't know, I think there's some bad luck in that because, man, he knew how to handle elections, didn't he? Um, 11-9, that would be tomorrow. There is the Kerrville Chamber of Commerce is going to be having a kind of an introductory meeting, and if you want details on that, you need to go to my website, uh, TheMattLongShow.com go to my calendar and on the calendar you will find uh, the um, link for Texas uh, um, Texas election um, boy I'm telling you what getting Texas here um, go to my website and for Wednesday that would be tomorrow click on that and you will find Howard's phone number as well as his email address and Howard. I have, we've not given the location for this, and so you need to go to my website to find out what the location is, and um, and that, or get a hold of Bob, and he'll tell you where this meeting is going to take place. I said, Bob, it's Howard. It's Howard who you're going to get hold of. In um, Kerrville, a reminder, no on A, B, and C. Uh, my wife just wrote it at Precinct 7. Um <laughs> Precinct 7 scanners are not working properly either, so you have to drop your ballot in a slot, in a in a box at Precinct 7. Um, I was told about Precinct 12 this morning that the machine was set for Precinct 7. So I'm not surprised that my wife, who went to Precinct 7 to vote, is being told that the... Uh... So maybe all they need to do is swap the two machines out, and hopefully they will do that properly promptly. Um, if you folks, if you know how to get in touch with me, you can text me. Please let me know if you are having any difficulties um, voting in, uh, in in Gillespie, Kirk County, whatever. Send your text to me, um, and uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll try to see what we can do. But uh, I will be going directly to Precinct 7 as soon as I get off the air, and I'll bet you money that's what happened. The 12 and the 7 boxes got swapped, So uh, that'll be interesting to see. Uh, They'll need to be switched back. Um, Hopefully there is an observer riding with or following the vehicle that is moving those two uh, scanners from one location to the other. Um, So we also, on the 15th, uh, this is, uh, the 15th is next week, isn't it? Good Lord, things are moving fast. That's a week from today, the 15th of November on uh, Tuesday, The uh, Texas Education 911 is going to be meeting at Faith Christian Church in Kerrville. Now, this organization, this group of people, are absolutely 100% going to be involved at the Capitol in Austin working on legislation to protect our schools, to protect our children in schools. If that is the burr under your saddle, folks, this is not just a little startup group that... um, you know, has jumped into the deep end of the pool like I did about ten years ago, not knowing diddly squat, and we all jumped in together. Um, this, these four people that are going to bring this presentation to Faith Christian Church next Tuesday are people who have been doing this for a long time. They know how to. They know how to influence up at the Capitol. In fact, I'm going to say the dirty word. One of them is a lobbyist. <gasps> oh, no. Yep, one of them is a lobbyist. And um, But you're going to find out that uh, if you listen to this show very often, you're going to find out that even though we all, everybody says, oh, we hate lobbyists, we hate lobbyists, when they're lobbying for your thing, um, they're good. All right, Gun Owners of America, Westford Dell, He's a lobbyist, and yet we all love Going Owners of America, and we want them at the Capitol doing things. We have Lee Spiller, who is a lobbyist, but he's up there defending your children and your rights um, in schools. And so, um, anyway, those four people are going to be making their presentation, and the best part about this is they're going to be on the air here, two of them on Thursday and two of them on friday i believe on both days one of them will be in the studio and the other one on the phone but we are looking forward to this if education um and your if that is the burr under your saddle which it really seems to be uh the burr under lots of people's saddles these days then you need to get yourself to this meeting at faith christian church as well as make sure you're tuned in here thursday and friday to get as much information as you can about those guys, and then going all the way out to twelve two, that will be the Lano. That's in Friday. Uh, the Lano Tea Party is having uh, their uh, scholarship fund. Uh, these guys um, do a uh, have been doing a scholarship for kids uh, over the years, and so this year they're going to have a big fundraiser to make sure that they can actually give a give a really good. Um, uh, um, Yep, scholarship, one of those. So they're going to make sure they give a really good scholarship. And so that fundraiser is December 12th. Um, since we have been talking elections, and actually Pastor Greg and I are going to be talking elections today, um, there is, uh, there's been a lot of, uh, of talks, scuttlebutt, uh, rumors Um, and you know how some of these things are when uh, people start spreading rumors or stories on the Internet. Sometimes they're true, sometimes they're not, sometimes they're not true, and everybody says, says, yes, they are, and then sometimes they are true, and then the whole country is in denial until years later we find out that, uh, yeah, the conspiracy theory was true. We've got uh, some things that are being discussed about today and uh, the impact it may or may not have on the elections in Texas. And so Pastor Greg and I are going to be talking about that. But I'm telling you what, I have been saving all kinds of stories um, just because I think it's most important for everybody to get out to vote. Go vote R all the way down the ticket. Vote R all the way down the ticket. Um, One of the stories um, uh, that uh, I have been saving um, has to do with the Texas Department of Transportation, and I'm just going to give you just enough of this story to just really make you mad, and then you'll go, you'll be sure and tune in the next few days. Texas Department of Education is uh, floating the idea that when they have um, when they have a project coming into your area, they want to meet with all the citizens. And they're trying to figure out a way how can they get to all the citizens in an area so if you know if you lived in, uh, you know if you lived in uh, um, I don't know, let's make up a county, if you lived in Long County, Texas, and they were going to run an interstate through Long County, Texas, or Tex dot was going to put something through there, they want to be able to visit with the people who live in those um, in Long County. and that's great. Here's how they want to do it. They want to separate you by race and culture and language. And you may think I'm making this up, but I have the screenshots, folks. TxDOT, Department of Transportation, wants to hold meetings based on your race. So they would have a meeting for all the, I don't know, for all the black people. Then they'd have a meeting for all the brown people. And then they'd have a meeting for all the white people. And then they would... Do you see where this is going? This is the Texas Department of Transportation. I am not making this up. We're going to bring this more to you. Stories I have been saving. Other stories I have been saving. Who's going to be the Speaker of the House next session? And where is your where is your representative standing on that. There was an article in the Kerrville paper and someone sent me, uh, uh, like a picture of it and I did not get it all, uh, read. And, uh, I was working in the election office yesterday for quite some time and, and we'll be out there again today. But, uh, apparently it's pretty clear that, um, your representative, uh, in, uh, uh down in Kerr County and the surrounding areas is, uh, he still wants Democrats in, uh, chairs. And so, you know, that's, uh, that's your representative. And, uh, I hope my representative, uh, presumably Ellen Troxclair, I hope she is not in line with that. I don't think she is folks. So uh, we have pastor Greg coming on in a minute. And, uh, before pastor Greg gets here, we're uh, going to need to take a short break. And so, uh, y'all stay tuned and, uh, We'll be right back with Pastor Greg.
0: Bringing you the Newsmakers, Matt Long. In. And welcome back to Children's Generation Radio, where no topic is off-limits and everything filtered through biblical glasses. I'm your host, Pastor Greg. Great to have you with me. Thanks so much for being here. I do know you have a choice on where you can listen each and every day, and I'm very excited to welcome to the program and to join the Hill Country Patriot Radio and my good friend, Mr. Matt Long and the Matt Long Show. Matt, great to be with you thanks for having
1: me absolutely always good to be here we love uh, our Tuesdays you and I have been doing this a long time I can't wait uh, when I get back to the capital in January and uh, continue a tradition. you you started that long time before I ever got on the air you uh, you got a hold of me and said Matt we need to talk about Texas on my radio program and so I would call in from the capital um, on Tuesdays, and uh, fill you in. And that yes, was uh, the beginning of me talking to people <laughs> over the radio. So uh, thank you very much, Pastor
0: Greg. <laughs>
1: big day, big day. Everybody go out and vote. And we got some weirdness Woo! maybe happening in Texas.
0: Uh, it it Wow. Well, you know, when you were talking to me about this last night, and our mutual friend Weston Martinez uh, reached out to you, and and made you aware and I looked at that video and I was just I absolutely I I don't know I I'm stunned but I'm not stunned remember we're talking about Bear County and we're talking about San Antonio we're we're talking about you know the, the place that declared itself its city council declared itself an international city mm. let's not forget that right remember that that right that you know under under the brothers, Castro. the brothers communism. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the Castro communistas, uh-huh. uh, they, you know, they, they declared that, that San Antonio is no longer a part of Texas. It's, a, it's an international city. What's disappointing in that to me is, you know, you think back about the Alamo, right? And, and look mm. at the battle that took place. Yeah. You know, regarding the Alamo, and that's one of the things that Weston was talking about with Don Buckingham and her and his support of Dr. Don is you know he he's confident that she's going to not allow them because they keep going after the Alamo. Yeah. But here we have the Alamo, a tremendous symbol of liberty and freedom, and and fighting to the last man against tyranny and authoritarianism and san antonio goes and this was during the obama years folks you can go back and check it san antonio goes and declares itself to be an international city mm. and the governor of texas says okay. nada
1: uh, yeah not a word huh so Weston, if you don't mind me picking it up here, Weston Martinez, had he had a, um, a uh, press conference in front of the Secretary of State's <laughs> office a few days ago, and what he had mm-hmm. was proof, um, and he had it, um, uh, he's got this even, and we've got documents to go along with this. So this is more than just idle talk, but apparently... Um, uh, recently, 20 different uh, precinct judges, election judges, were brought, brought together for a training in San Antonio for this election. And they were told that on this day, on election day, on Tuesday, November 8th, that there would be schools, in the schools across the, the uh, San Antonio, there would be um, active shooter drills and fire drills. Now, let's give it a little background to that. I think we all think fire drills are good and and drills, safety drills are good. Um and um but let's think about this in in big in big cities like that, many 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 elections take places in schools. Now, the uh the apparently in this presentation they said, "Look, we're not going to do this at a school that's having an election." But let me ask you, Pastor Greg, if you drove by an elementary school on your way to vote somewhere, and you saw sirens and the SWAT teams and all of that, and you didn't know that it was just a drill. you would think something seriously was going on How would that do you think thats would have any effect on anybody going out to vote if they didn't feel safe
0: well it 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 just absolutely stuns me. Uh, so, so I'm, I'm reading here. This is October 26th, uh, article. Let's see, uh, Security Info watch. Uh, after Bill Brick, after Brick Kelly's son participated in a lockdown drill two years ago in his Lamar, Texas kindergarten class, he had nightmares. Oh my gosh. Mm. That's terrible. Yeah. In August, Mary Jackson's daughter, a kindergartner in Leander, asked her mom to put a special lock on her door to keep bad adults out in the wake of separate lockdown drills. This is... <sighs> mm. So um, there apparently now is a a reevaluation about the anxiety and stress created amongst K-12 graders. Regarding these mandated lockdown drills, Texas mandates that schools complete lockdown drills two lockdown drills a year. Uh, and this this is the story dated October the twenty sixth, coming out of the Security InfoWatch Okay, uh, it's not it's not indicating that they're going to have measures regarding this. Today, and maybe they've rethought it. Maybe they they rethought it, and they thought, well, yeah, maybe that's not 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 such a great idea. You know, churches. Uh, you know, I I've been a part of several churches here in Texas, and and they have active se- shooter security teams, mm-hmm. and they do drills. The teams the don't teams do, do drills. drills in the middle. Exactly. They don't do drills in the middle of the stinking service, okay? You you do your drills when the room's empty. You do your drills when there's no one there. I understand that you want to do, you want to prepare your team for, you know, a a scenario. Right. But if you're going to do it with people that are participants, you're going to say, hey, uh, we're having this active shooter drill, and you know would you would you mind being a participant in it, right. pretending that you're there at the service you warn everybody ahead of time and and you don't involve individuals that are gonna be traumatized by the experience, yeah.
1: You know, I I have to say I got to step in here. We I don't think there's an issue with having fire drills. We all did that. It did not. I don't think fire drills did anything. I remember the uh, tornado drills. I would have uh, I would have uh, nightmares about tornadoes. That was my most typical nightmare as a kid was a, a tornado outbreak <laughs> and and I couldn't go anywhere sure. and uh, and uh, you know those were the ones that kind of bothered me was uh, the tornado drills. I think the school children have to have drills, and I think that's important. I don't think we want kids to get traumatized. That's a scary story you're telling, but I can see how that would happen. Um, But having if you only have to have two per year, per school year, having them on election day when so many people vote at schools is insane. Um, We have this letter, I sent it to you last night, from Serene Hills Elementary, Um, That is in, oh, I had it before, Serene Hills is in Lake Travis, I believe Lake Travis, I'm not sure. Serene Hills uh, Elementary, they're having a uh, lockdown drill today, today, November 8th. And I got the letter to the parents and guardians, they're letting all their people know. So I guess if you were concerned about your kid getting traumatized by one of these, the parents got the letter the day before. Or a couple of days before, and you can talk to your child. Look, like y'all are going to play a game at school tomorrow. It's very important that you learn the rules of this game. So I, I think that's good. But for crying out loud on election day, what are you? What are you hearing? Some other rumors around the country about plans for today, Pastor Greg. Well,
0: what 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 I have heard, what I keep hearing, and I've had guests on the program that have talked about this is that people need to be very aware. Because there has, there has been rumblings about the possibility in some of the larger cities of, of real uprisings or, or even rioting. And I think, you know, this, this was a tactic that the left used. Uh, you know, remember that we had all those threats in 2012 that, you know, if Obama wasn't reelected, there were going to be riots in the streets and all this other kind of stuff that went on. And, and there were even incidences in certain areas where you had members of certain groups that were attempting to intimidate voters in particular areas. You
1: mean now, those nasty republic? I, were they nasty Republicans out there, Pastor Greg?
0: <laughs> no, they were not. Oh. No, they were not. Now, what I will say is this, and we're about out of time. What I will say this very quickly is, is I believe— that people are awake. I think parents are awake. I think Americans are awake. And I think that they are sick and tired of what's happening in our country from the sexualization of our kids, the abortion issues, the, uh, the, the issues, uh, as it relates to open borders, uh, inflation all of the issues that 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 people are facing right now people have said no i'm i'm going to go out and i am going to remove the people who have been making this happen get them out of office and i'm going to replace them and i think that there is a movement towards a more traditional value family focused. and i just would encourage people vote values vote for godly representation it's so important right now absolutely
1: absolutely thank you pastor greg we always enjoy getting together with you on uh tuesdays y'all go out and vote and all of pastor greg's listeners go vote write your ballot number down that's what i've been telling my people pastor greg thanks again for getting together with me
0: god bless you sir god bless hill country god bless texas god bless america and god God's got a plan for our country, so stick with it.
1: There you go. All right, folks, uh, we're going to take a short break. I'm going to give you a little preview of all the um, stories that I have been saving. Um, uh, Here we go. Let's see. I did get a text on ballot numbers. Thank you, Al. Um, Here's the note I got on ballot numbers in Gillespie County, and this may be different in your county. Um, But it says, Matt, there are two numbers in the upper right-hand corner of the ballot. The top number is the ballot number, and it is a regular no-color print, or the second number is bold, and it is the same on each ballot that I can as far as I can see. Um, And then he says, but David Tribes confirmed which is the ballot number. So David Tribes is one of the... um, uh, precinct judges in gillespie county and so he confirmed uh with al smith which number it was apparently it is the top number on the upper right hand corner in uh, gillespie county write your ballot number down just in case and um let's see what other let's see i did get another uh, here's what harley says what if the drills after school hours included parents with their children Kids have the reassurance, reassurance of their parents, and parents understand what's going on with their kids' safety. Harley, genius. Thank you. Appreciate that. That's uh, that's a good suggestion. But for crying out, out having these uh, drills in schools on Election Day when so many elections take place in school buildings, this is uh, just not right. Folks, we're going to take a short break, and uh, we'll be right back.
0: Focused like a laser beam on Texas politics, Matt Long.
1: Now there's some get out and go vote music. Folks, get out, go vote, take your ID, um, make sure uh, you write down your ballot number. And um, yeah, look for that judge's signature on the ballot because we can't count it if there's judges, if there's not a judge's signature on it. So what else have I been holding back on? Well, first of all, um, we're going to be uh, concentrating on the chair of the, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, Speaker of the House. That's going to be very, very important. Uh, There is a movement, not only among the grassroots Republicans, but as well as the uh, uh, the uh, Republican Party Executive Committee, um, are asking and telling the um, uh, the Republicans elected in the House that we want uh, no more um, no more Democrat chairs of of, uh, of 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 uh, different committees. If the Republicans win, elections have consequences. Uh, the Andy Murray, we've already mentioned that, is on the side of giving away power to the Democrats, and and his line is, or that he used at the Republican uh, Kerr County Republican meeting a few weeks ago, uh, his line was that well, will look like Washington D.C. Well, I'm sorry, but it does not have to look like Washington <clears throat> D.C. Um, and so I, I'm not buying that one. But anyway, we're saving that one. We're going to come after that one pretty hard um, because not only is uh, this coming from the executive committee of the Republican Party, um, but it's also coming from the grassroots of the Republican Party who met in uh, in Houston this last June and uh, overwhelmingly decided as a priority that they wanted that as a priority. Uh, so we're saving that story. We're going to come in hot and heavy on that one. We're going to be coming in hot and heavy again on the tranny issues. Um, I just heard of a movie uh, that has just come out. Um, I'm not. I think it's even available for free. Um, I'm looking down right here. Yeah, it looks like it can be viewed here. Um, there's an article on Texas Scorecard called uh, "The Trans Wreck." Reveals the malignant gender ideology sweeping through schools. We've been too quiet for too long, says uh, Sidney Henry in this. Uh, actually, that was uh, she was quoting uh, Briscoe Kane. So uh, Briscoe Kane um, showed this film to his people a couple of days ago um, in, uh, I believe Deer Park and. Uh, so this is a movie, and uh, so we're not, we're not going to take the—the uh, the trans issue is not going to go away. This poison that is seeping into our schools um, and into our elementary schools, into our public libraries, this poison needs to be killed now. We have let it go. We have been too nice for too long about some of these issues, and now we've got a pretty hard battle on our fight. Um, we not only uh, do we have uh, this, uh, there's still the, the transgender activists are still promoting school board candidates. Um, so they're out there getting school board candidates. What are you doing for school board candidates? If the tranny activists and the LGBTQ mafia are out there training and promoting and get people ready to run for school boards? Do you not think they're going to do it in your hill country um, school? Do you think this is only for big cities? If you think that, then you have not been paying a whole lot of attention to what's been going on in Kerrville and uh, Fredericksburg and in the hill country. Make Schools Safe Again is a real good place. MakeSchoolsSafeAgain.com a good place to keep up with that. Um, What else? uh, What other stories am I holding under my hat? The Dot story. I cannot wait to bring that one out. Oh, my God. dot racial discrimination um, from Texas Department of Transportation. Folks, this is a Republican state. We've the Republicans control the House, the, we control everything in the state of Texas, and yet the Department of Transportation wants to have separate but equal meetings. They want to meet with black people on one day and white people on the other day. I'm curious if uh, when the um, people of color have their meeting with Tex Dot, will the people running the meeting be all people of color? And when they have um, the Tex Dot meeting with white people, Will the presenters all be white? And are they going to split it up for gay people and for straight people? Are they going to have 27 meetings, one for each gender? How many languages are they going to have this in? Oh, man, we're going to have fun with uh, this story. Um, here's another one. Catherine Inglebreck has been let out of jail. Uh, just to give you a um, an update on that, and let's see. Uh, the court ordered the release of True the Vote leaders from jail. I was very. I thought it was very interesting that um, as long as they had been uh, fighting the courts, that uh, t- you know, the week before the elections, when uh, the Catherine Engelbrecht is doing most of her work. Um, is when they decided to to lock her and Greg Phillips up uh, away for not giving the name of their source and for their ties with the movie 2000 Mules. Um, And so they got all locked up. They have been let out of uh, of jail. Um, So um, apparently they did not. um, I don't think they um, complied with the judge's orders. So uh, I believe that um, the, that they just said, listen, this is not an emergency, and uh, we're going to let these guys out, uh, but they're still um, taking track of it, um, keeping track of Catherine Engelbrecht. Bless her heart. Um, when she first got out and got involved, I had uh, the ability to visit with her. Um, I think she got pretty big pretty quick and uh, there's not galling making my phone calls, returning my phone calls anymore. But that's all right. I'm a very tiny fish in this uh, pool. And if she can get uh, more coverage in other places, uh, that is, I guess, I guess that's uh, the good way to go. So um, these are stories I'm keeping under my hat. We're going to talk about after the elections, we're going to talk about um, keeping, how do we keep these guys accountable to what they said they were going to do? I know at the national level, man, there is there people are screaming for blood, and I don't mean that. I, I shouldn't have said that. <clears throat> people are people want revenge. I I guess they want justice. They want something. The way that uh, we have been treated the last two years. Um, and, uh, the way, uh, Washington DC has operated the last two years, is just sickening. And so there's going to be a lot of expectation from these Republicans. If the red wave comes through, I still don't have confidence in that. The only way that's going to happen is if you and I go vote and make sure our Republican friends go vote. Listen, I don't want everybody to vote. <laughs> I know you're going to, yeah, I, I don't want everybody to vote. There's a lot of idiots out there I just as soon would think that the election is tomorrow, right? I want Republicans to vote. I want conservatives to vote. I'm, I'm not a bipartisan get-out-the-vote. I want Republicans to go vote. I could care less what the other side does, and I'm not going to help them by going around saying everybody needs to vote. I, yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to help the other side by saying that. We want Republicans to vote. If you have friends you sit with in church that you know are Republicans, listen, we're going to have less than 50% voter turnout in Gillespie County. I can I can guarantee that. Um, I think it'll be that way across the country. It'll be much less than 50%. I think Texas is probably, my prediction, Texas is going to come in somewhere around 30%, uh, 30 to 35%. And um, that's really dangerous, folks. We can't do that. We've got to make a change. I'm going to read to you today from uh, Exodus 18. This is one I have used uh, quite a bit before. And uh, Jethro, that's uh, Moses' father-in-law, sits down with him and said, um, you got too much uh, weight on your shoulders. You need to split this work up out of them. And he, says, he said, I'm going to give you some counsel. He said, you be the people's representative before God, and you bring the disputes to God. Then teach them the statutes and the laws, who them, the people, and make known to them the way in which they are to walk and the work they are to do. Furthermore, you shall select out of all the people able men who fear God, men of truth, those who hate dishonest gain, and you shall place these over them as leaders of thousands, of hundreds, of fifties, and of tens goes on and says, Let them judge the people at all times, and let it be that every major dispute they will bring to you, but every minor dispute they themselves will judge. So it will be easier for you, and they will bear the burden with you. If you do this thing, and God so commands you, then you shall be able to endure, and all these people also will go to their place in peace. And so the best line in there. So uh, Moses listened to his father-in-law and did all that he had said. Um, you know, father-in-laws are not always as awesome as, um, as uh, Jethro, but uh, Moses had himself a good father-in-law, so, and he took his counsel, and, um, and uh, God blessed them for it. Folks, get out and vote today. Look for the judge's signature on your ballot and write your ballot number down. And if you don't know where to find that ballot number, ask anybody there at the uh, precinct and they'll help you out. Folks, uh, we'll see you back here tomorrow. I hope I I get some sleep tonight. We shall see. Y'all stay tuned for Lorraine. She always puts on a great program.